We've just come back from a business breakaway in Barcelona, and I know they say what happens in Barcelona stays in Barcelona, but in this episode, we're going to tell you what happened in Barcelona. Hello, we're the two Lauras, and we have 25 years of self-employment racked up between us, and we will always be freelancers at heart forevermore. (laughs) So yeah, we are just back from a business breakaway. We went to Barcelona and we're going to spill the beans so you can know exactly what happened. Let's start with why we decided to do this, because obviously the two of us live on pretty much opposite ends of the country. We spend most of our day to days working together on Zoom. We're very rarely in person together. But that wasn't the only reason we went to Barcelona, was it? No, I think the most important reason for us is we need to remove our laptops. We need to remove ourselves from the day-to-day grind, so to speak. And I, I think this would even stem back for me before we started working together. If ever I was having a bit of a a bit of a block or I was a bit frustrated or just a bit bored maybe of doing the same kind of thing and I wanted to maybe think of something new to do but I couldn't think because I've got the day-to-day stuff going on I would try to remove myself from that situation and that you know 10 years ago may have just been like a walk a walk around the park and back it might not have been anything more than that but certainly since we've started working together when we have taken the time out and obviously seen each other, not only can we actually get photos of us in the same place, which is always a bonus, but it does allow us to have that time to just think a bit more creatively, think outside the box and like let the creativity flow, so to speak. It also just, I'm very much like you, like even back in the day when I very first sort of started my own business, I have to get out of my house to remind Mm. myself that there is a whole big world of opportunity out there. Because when you're just stuck in your laptop and you're seeing the same people on social media, for example, you can think that there's not very many leads that you can go after. There's not very many different ways you can take your business. And as soon as you walk up the road and you see the different type of shops there are, the different type of people walking around, it just changes your whole mindset, doesn't it? And Barcelona definitely had that effect on us. We definitely like changed how we were thinking about things. But like I think what you just said as well, It's really easy to just get sucked into the day-to-day sort of monotony of working on your clients' accounts, dealing with your family, doing the housework, although I have to admit I'm not very good at that one. (laughs) And like that takes away all of your creative thinking space and all of like the time. And like me and you have both got massive brain fog right now, haven't we? But, But just being able to step away and clear your mind a bit just makes you be able to regroup, refocus and just become more creative. So that's why we decided we were going to get together, wasn't it? Barcelona just happened to be the place that we decided to go to. Yeah, why travel 200 miles when you can travel 1,000 or whatever it is? <laughs> is it that far? Bar- I, who knows? <laughs> yeah, I looked because I'm a geek like that and I like to look at maps, whereas clearly, as we then discovered in Barcelona, Laura Moore cannot read a map. <laughs> yeah, so we decided, obviously, that so we do this quite regularly. We meet up and we've done that in various different places over time, but... This time we decided, well, why don't we take our members with us? Mainly because I think we 
thought people don't do this, do they? We don't take time out of our day to day. We all know that our businesses come second fiddle to our clients, whether or not that's the right way to be or not, obviously it's not. But we wanted to kind of give people a reason to say this is okay. This is okay to take a couple of days out of day-to-day business, a couple of days out of doing the laundry, doing the school run and just remove yourself to put yourself in a in a position that might help you to think differently, think more clearly, come up with different ideas. So we thought we would give our members the opportunity to come with us. And sometimes in the most weirdest way, we need permission from somebody else to do that, don't we? Yeah. Or permission from the accountant in some cases. Yeah. Yeah, so we wanted a chance to, for us, it it was a case of we wanted to remove ourselves so we can do some work and just think a bit differently. But also we wanted to just spend time with our members and see with our own eyes what they were kind of experiencing, the conversations they were having. And obviously where possible, we wanted to be able to help and advise and just join in with those conversations across the table. And that for us was really valuable. But it was, um, I think, without doubt, useful for us. And I hope it was useful to the members who came with us as well. But if you are feeling a bit like, oh, God, I need this creativity, I need this time, then literally just take obviously keep your headphones in and walk out the door now and just go and have a bit of time away from your laptop yeah even if you're just walking around the block or going and sitting in your local cafe it's just so valuable isn't it that just that space and if you've got somebody who you can do that with you know someone who gets it then that will add even more value onto that, I think, for sure. Because like we talked about so many things, didn't we? Around the table, when we were walking around, when you were drinking a lot of sangria. There were so many different conversations that we had throughout those (laughs) few days that we wouldn't generally have because we just wouldn't be in the right mind frame or the right setting to have those kind of conversations. And I'll tell you what I found really, really interesting Like during each day, we had time where we would be sitting outside, I have to say, in lovely weather with our laptops. But that wasn't when we had the best ideas or the best conversations about business, was it? When we actually had the business in front of us. No, like we were talking about our businesses and sat on top of a tour bus around Barcelona or just pottering around the streets or like the conversation definitely flowed, didn't it? Between work, clients home life but all of that to us was really interesting because you know yes you know Laura and I we're both busy people we've both got a lot of commitments at home you know we are men in many respects like you are we're we're busy people (laughs) and although we kind of recognize that and I and I know that we understand that of our audience and we understand that we're not all just sat around working you know from the crack of dawn till you know, sunset, although maybe we are, I don't know. But (laughs) um, to us, we wanted to understand more about, is that just us? Are we the only busy fools? So it was quite nice from our perspective to just hear that actually other people have got shit happening and how that actually impacts on our day-to-day work. And it was just A, reassuring for us, but also really useful for us because it just keeps us grounded. It keeps it keeps us remembering, you know, we can't expect so much of people because we are all got a lot going on, haven't we? 
and that varies obviously from one person to another yeah and sometimes we can get stuck in our own imposter syndrome because we think that we're the only people who are dealing with shit in our lives and then we can't focus on what we need to do but it's not just us everyone's got different priorities everyone's got different things going on different reasons for doing things or not doing things and just hearing that from other people can just sometimes be so reassuring, can't it? Mm. And it just makes you remember that it's not just you or the people who are directly with you sitting around the table eating the tappers who are having these problems. <laughs> it could be the people who, you know, you're trying to get leads and they're dealing with different things. Your clients who are not responding to your email, they're dealing with different things. And it's just remembering that to other people, you're not their priority. Like we're all focused on our own stuff. And I think that was really like a really important reminder for all of us around those tables. And like, we're, we're quite nosy. We want to know what's happening in other people's lives, but it's not just because we're nosy. It's just because like, sometimes you just need a reminder just to pull yourself back into the room almost to remind yourself yeah. it's not just you that's dealing with all of this shit. Yeah. From a more specific point of view obviously it was really useful for us to see what people were struggling with why they were struggling how they'd kind of got to that point in their head and it was really useful for us to help or hopefully for them to help kind of unpick that and to go through that process in reverse um like Diane was really keen to like launch her socials and I think um, I'm sure she won't mind me saying like had built it up in her head to needing to to launch herself like some big yeah like we were going to be planning for a party and I'd <laughs> brought the wrong dress <laughs> whereas actually we just sat down and we just talked about the kind of content she might want to share and she'd actually already written a LinkedIn post hadn't she and yeah. she'd got it in her notes and like we both read it and we were like oh my god this is amazing like just post it and just start and so that's what she did so that was like monumental <laughs> like we actually you know she actually started posting on her socials but I think what was interesting as well about that and what was useful for her was how honest you were about how you feel about LinkedIn <laughs> are you happy yeah, to so talk about that on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> well I've talked talked about it and in front of a few people in Barcelona I could talk about it on a podcast with a few more listeners yeah so I um I am someone who has never had uh, I've never had imposter syndrome in any kind of big way like if I had ever had those kind of self-doubts I was quite easy to, it was easy for me to talk myself out of it I'd never really had I never really worried about what people think of me. And to, by and large, I still don't. Like, I honestly couldn't give two hoots what half the people around me think of me. As long as the, the people that are important to me think good things, and that's all that matters. But it was back in... I can't remember where when it was. Summertime? Yeah. And I wanted to... I wanted to post on LinkedIn. And I can't remember why. I can't remember what my motivation was. And I posted and I have never felt the way I felt after that before. And thankfully, I haven't felt like it again, albeit I've had similar feelings. But I, I literally would, I felt sick. I posted, I felt sick. My, I had heart palpitations. I couldn't catch my breath. I couldn't think of anything else. I completely like zoned out. And it was horrible. Like I cried. I couldn't... And I hadn't even, hadn't even posted anything that good. It wasn't even controversial or something no. that people were going to like come and pick at you for, was it? 
Yeah, and Laura did her usual, just get a grip. And then I think it was like the next day I was like, no, Laura, like this was not good. Like I, it just made me think, God, like if this is how people feel about their socials, like it just made me think about things in a completely different way and probably made me, I don't know, maybe a bit of a better person because of it, because actually I'd walked around in a, in the luxurious place of being able to just say, oh, sort yourself out, Laura. And that that previously had worked for me. But in this case, I couldn't. I just had this massive self-doubt, uh, a bit of self-loathing. Like, I don't, what have I got to say? Why is, no one, why is anyone interested in me? Like, I kind of feel all emotional just saying about it. Like, I don't know what, and I don't know what it was. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where it came from. It completely took the wind out of my sails. And I still don't think I am how I was. Like, I used to be a person who would post daily without question, often twice. I wouldn't care. I didn't even care if I put out rubbish, not perfect posts. Like, I'm not that type of person. I'm not a perfectionist. And yeah, I suddenly became this person who couldn't do anything and I was completely frozen. And really now I still struggle. It's only because I've got Laura going, post this, <laughs> say this, <laughs> write it like this, that I'm that pushes me to, to out of my comfort zone. So I can imagine if that was me on my own and in my own freelance business, I can totally understand how like worrying it can feel like I it doesn't affect how I work with my clients it doesn't affect what I'm doing for anybody else but for me putting myself out there it was really alien I have no answers to anybody's questions apart from I have to say every time I have posted I have felt a little bit better and a less kind of anxious about how it's perceived but I think that the thing that you're forgetting is that yeah, maybe you're not 100% over that. But when we were in Barcelona, just you sharing that story with other people will have helped other people. And just you sharing that story on this podcast will help other people realise it's not just them who maybe are facing these issues. And bringing it back to what we were talking about in Barcelona, just being able to hear from other people that it's not just you, that is a big thing, isn't it? Like some of the conversations we had where we were just like, oh, thank God it's not just me. And yeah. Diane's face when you told her how you felt about posting on LinkedIn, it was very clear that it that it, she was relieved that it wasn't just her that was, that was having this big block. So I think, you know, bloody good on you for sharing the story. Thanks. She doesn't get my praise very much. This will probably last her for the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Can you just write it down? So I'll got, put it on a post. Put it in writing. <laughs> It's not just that, is there? It's, you know, we had conversations about what was going on with our clients and it's just useful sometimes to to say, oh, you know, well, I've had that and, oh, you know, when I remember when we had this. And so it was, it is useful from a, an emotional perspective, potentially, but also from a practical point of view of, oh, well, I've dealt with this and this is how I dealt with it. And, you know, this is how you could deal with it. So, yeah, it was, de- those conversations were, invaluable to us because of how much we kind of gained and it kept things in perspective for us it grounded us it kind of put put us back in our boxes it reminded us of what we were doing and what we were kind of up against I guess but also I hope it was useful for them to be able to yeah just have those conversations and people get it 
And without doubt, those best conversations we had and the best learnings we all had was when the laptops were closed, they were in the hotel rooms and we were just out having conversations. So being around people and having conversations and just chit chat was actually hugely valuable. So even if you don't have people local you can speak to, like jump on Zoom or you know, and I know that goes against what I just said about putting your laptop away, but, you know, needs must. Have, just have conversations with people who, you know, get it. Like we've got the studio in the Inner Hub membership where people can just go in and chit chat. Yes, they can use it to get work done and use it as a co-working space, but often they're arranging calls to just have chats about specific things. And I just think we all need to do that more often because we can become our own worst enemies, can't we, when we're sat in an office or on our own. Yeah, and I'm the worst person for that. Like, I rarely leave my house and see other human beings. So, yeah, I think it's really important to do that. The other thing that was really interesting when we were in Barcelona, and this is something like me and Laura are forever saying, oh, there's content in that. There's an email in that. There's a podcast in that. But the amount of content that we spotted or content ideas that we spotted when we were in Barcelona was unbelievable, wasn't it? Literally everywhere we turned, we were like, oh, there's content in that. Oh, Diane, you could post this. Or Rachel, you could post that. Or Laura, you should put this on LinkedIn. Just everywhere, wasn't it? And I think so often we get blocked, don't we? We know we need to go and post on Instagram, for instance, and market our business, but we can't think of what it is to say. And just getting out of your house, getting out of the environment that you normally work in and going for a walk or going and sitting and drinking some sangria with some friends, you will spot so many content opportunities. Like there was just, so, it was just unbelievable amount, wasn't there? Yeah. And I wish we'd probably taken a notebook and pen for half and of more those photos. <laughs> and more photos. Yeah. Because, and if anything, it became a little bit of a running joke, wasn't it? I think like even, you know, sat in the airport on the way home, it's like, there's content in that, there's content in this, there's content in that. But it's true. And yes, we may end up becoming the people that we talked about on our previous podcast. Which... <laughs> what, having some marketing segues. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If which you're wondering will... what we're talking about, that was our podcast um, about LinkedIn when we were talking about uh, my 30-day LinkedIn challenge. A um, couple of episodes back, we were talking about um, everyone who can somehow create a marketing segue from whatever they were doing in Greg's buying a sausage roll. But yeah, go and listen to that episode so you know what we're talking about. Yeah, we'll link it in the show notes. But it's it's true, isn't it? But I don't know whether I would have had those same kind of content inspiration if I wasn't with those people, with us all. Yeah. Like I think, you know, if I'd have been with my husband and looked up at a cathedral with a great big Galaxy Samsung ad on the top of it, and if I'd have just gone to him, God, look at that for an ad placement, he'd have like it'd have gone over his head. He just wouldn't have the conversation would have ended there. Yeah, it would have been more a conversation about how ugly it's made a cathedral look rather than how it's related to where an ad yeah. is placed in marketing. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely worth having those conversations with people who get it, and that's no offence to my husband. <laughs> poor husband yeah, yeah so it was definitely worth doing um would we do it again 100 percent. you do it again yeah yeah i would do it again N different city next time maybe yeah i'll still let you read the map but yeah okay so obviously this podcast has been a little bit more informal maybe a bit more chatty um 
talking about some of the things that obviously we've done recently. We would love to know whether you found it useful, interesting, whether you're just happy to have more chatty ones. So do let us know what you think. We'd love to hear. And also, if we were to arrange another business breakaway, would you come? Let us know. Drop into our DMs, maybe on Instagram, and just let us know where, you know, would you come along with us? Where should we go? And maybe we'll arrange something for next year. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week.